What is live selling? The days of QVC and infomercials are over. These days, it's all around the influencer and a variety of people that are selling on totally new platforms. Join me today as I chat with Stephanie Liu about the future of live selling and the future of shopping. Let's start our countdown video. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, depending on where you're tuning in from. Welcome to the Creator Tips, Tools, and Tales live show. We're going to talk all about live selling today. But before we get to that and our amazing guests, I want to welcome all of you here to the show. My name is Fanny Dunnigan, and we talk every other week, every month, with different creators from all kinds of different industries as they share their tips, tools, and tales with y'all. So welcome, everybody. I see Yolanda out there. Welcome, Yolanda. So good that you joined. 
joined us, Grace Duffy. Grace Duffy was our guest uh, last month, I think, talking all about social media trends of 2022. And it was around the same time that I got to meet Grace and Stephanie at the same time. So shout out to you, Grace. So good you can join us. And uh, Gabe, Gabe is welcoming our guest already. Gabe says, welcome to the queen of live streaming. Yes, Stephanie is definitely that. Uh, welcome, everybody. So glad you could join us. And let's get to it. Feel free to introduce yourself in the comments below. Tell people where you're tuning in from. Use the comments to network and meet new connections. As I do every week, I challenge you to connect with at least three new connections in the comments and build your network. Introduce yourself. You're never going, you never know who you're going to meet. And uh, you could find a collaborator, a new connection, partnerships, potential clients. You just never know. So make sure you introduce yourself and tell everyone where you're tuning in from. Welcome. I see Robert Berry and G is in the house. Krista Molian. Uh, you got to check out Krista's live show. I tuned in yesterday and she had some amazing tips to monetize your content. So make sure you check out Krista's feed and live show. Okay, I also want to bring on our community manager. She is going to make sure that all of you are taken care of. Make sure you engage with her, connect with Anne Small. Anne, introduce yourself. Hello there, everybody. I am the community manager for Fanny Dunnigan Show here and a LinkedIn strategist. So I will be looking for everybody's comments and really excited about making sure they're answered. And there will be a prize at the end for the best comments. So hang in. Yeah. So make sure you ask those questions. I hope you brought your questions for Stephanie and we'll look for those amazing questions. And, uh, Let's pull up the prize that people get. Um, we'll show you. You guys are going to get the tripod this week. So a tripod is going out to the person with the best question. So Anne will be looking out for that. So make sure you stay all the way till the end. You must watch till the end to see who won. Okay. Awesome. So I do want, so Anne, thank you so much. We'll see thank you in the comments. Thank you. Okay. I have prepared for you all show notes like I do um, every week. And this week I'm going to, uh, Rebecca will be sharing that link with you as well. Um, and this week I'm going to talk all about books that I've been reading. So for the content tip of the week this week, I, and for some of the shows moving forward, I want to just try something new. I'm kind of in this learning phase of my, I don't know, of my journey here. So I've been consuming a lot of books and going through a business boot camp right now. And uh, I want to share some of those things that I'm learning along the way. So we have content tip of the week book edition. 
So make sure you grab the link that um, Rebecca and Anne are going to drop in there. And so let me pull that up for you real quick. The link will take you to the show notes here um, where you can jot down things that you learn. Just click on the link and it'll summarize my content tip of the week as well as a place for you to take notes. And then our guest in August, um, and we'll talk a bit about that later on. So this week's content tip of the week is all around a podcast that I listened to recently. And um, I've been following Christo and the future quite a bit. And uh, Christo is also on the show recently. And this podcast was interviewing a guy named Daniel Priestley. And he has a book called Key Person of Influence. Okay, the five-step method to become one of the most highly valued and highly paid people in your industry. And this podcast was amazing. I, I rarely watch things twice or listen to things twice, but this podcast, you have to listen to it over and over again because there were so many tidbits. So I want to share some of the key points with you. And if you can't write it all down, make sure you grab those show notes. Uh, with that link that Rebecca is and Anne is posting. So one of the things that they talked about to combat imposter syndrome when you're creating content or going live or eventually live selling this topic that we're talking about, to combat imposter syndrome and perfectionism, remember some of these facts, okay? The goal is not to be perfect, but to be prolific. Okay. And some of the things that they talk about is the Dunbar's number talks about how that in order to trust someone to purchase from them, you really need to spend at least seven hours together, okay? Or you view a total of seven hours of content with them till you finally trust them enough to maybe make a purchase from them, okay? So it takes time. It takes time and patience. And Google says people buy from brands where they have had 11 touch points with them, 11 touch points, okay? So be patient. Don't think that that one video will get you there or two. Be patient. It's all about consistent content creation. And some of the examples they talk about in the, um, in the example is you look at some of the singers and artists out there. Right? Dolly Parton, she wrote 3,000 songs, okay, but only 450 were recorded. I mean, that's still a huge number. But statistically, there was tons of content that was created and then only a few hits, right? The Beatles, when you take all the amount of hits that they and songs that they wrote, it comes out to a new song every 12 days for eight years straight. That's how many songs they have. Um, but not all of them were hits, right? So be prolific, not perfect. Keep on creating, keep on getting out there and sharing your messages and your videos and your content. Not everything has to go viral and be a hit. You just need that consistency and that constant stream of touch points. And then eventually you'll get there. Okay, so that's my content tip of the week. And uh, hope you find 
found some value in that. Okay. So let's get to the guest here. Um, I want you all to join me in welcoming Stephanie Liu to the show. She is the queen of live selling. Welcome, Stephanie. Hi, how are you? I'm great. So excited <laughs> to talk to you. So, so excited to talk to you. I hear your name everywhere. I oh, that's nice. Your name, <laughs> I think, first from um, Roger. Remember Roger Wakefield? Roger Wakefield. Oh, he I love first, Roger. He's yes, the best. He yeah. first told me about you um, through VidCon, I think. You were yeah. VidCon, oh, my gosh. Right? VidCon. That was probably yes. two or three years ago. Yeah. 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 So you're everywhere. And I want to read your bio to everyone because there is just so much here to unpack. So everyone take a listen to this. Stephanie Liu is a live video strategist for brands and entrepreneurs from moonwalkers to master chefs who went to go from who want to go from unknown to unforgettable. I love that tagline. From unknown to unforgettable. A digital marketing expert with 15 years of ad agency experience. She's helped thousands of her clients and students get to the fascination fast track. Ooh, you have to tell me more about that. To ignite oh, yeah. their ideas and become confident on camera. And with her proven systems, clients discover how to create crave-worthy content, get audiences buzzing with excitement and how to deliver a spellbinding presentation that hooks viewers in her client master chef Claudia Sandoval hope I pronounced that right uh, drove 178,000 downloads of her book from her first live stream within 24 hours she's also coached astronaut Jessica Mir and her team for a live interview in space how many people get to say they live stream from space uh, named as one of the top 50 digital marketing thought leaders by the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Her work has been recognized and awarded by Forbes, online marketing media, and advertising, Forrester, Gardner, all kinds of things. And she is the host of Lights, Camera, Live, and the co-author of Ultimate Guide to Social Media. She is she is based in San Diego, beautiful California. Welcome. Thank you. That was quite have, the intro. I love it. Yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> I need one of those, like, you know, those booming radio voice to, to yeah. do bios, right? <laughs> you can, though. Just imagine what it would sound like. That'd be amazing. Right? That would be cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Welcome, Stephanie. You have lots and lots of fans, as you can see in the chat there. So welcome to the show. I want you to share a little bit of like, you went from ad agency to entrepreneur, live streamer, content creator, like, how did you end up here? How did oh. you end up here? And how did live selling become your passion? My thing? Yeah, you know, it's, it's really interesting. So being an ad agency veteran, I've always been in the advertising and marketing landscape. So I've always loved campaigns. I've always loved being the person creating the strategy for how we would enter into a market, how we would get people buzzing with excitement before we actually went live with a specific campaign. And it wasn't until 2015 when I had my daughter that I was like, you know what, 
as much as I love working in the ad agency world, I can't commit to working 50 to 60 plus hours a week. So if I could do this for Nike, Sephora and Clinique, I sure as hell can do, can do this for myself, right? So then Fanny, I decided, okay, well, if I'm going to go out there and start my own social media agency, how do I stand out from the sea of sameness? And what I discovered is that when you are confident on camera, when you could communicate clearly and concisely about what it is that you do, then it makes it so much easier for you to win clients. And so at that point, after every single live stream, boom, there was a new client and I was working on all these new fun campaigns. This is probably back when like live streaming was relatively new to Facebook, right? Everyone was just starting out. And then ever since then, you know, live streaming has evolved. Everyone has gotten used to picking up their phones and now they're live streaming. And so it's kind of like, well, what's the next evolution of live streaming? And now it's actually purchasing from your device, from your computer and actually getting to know people and understand the demos. And so now I'm doing a lot of live selling for some big brand name clients some big PNG clients. And yeah, it's been good. Now I'm curious, can you remember back to your very first video my very or first video very was absolutely embarrassing. Absolutely. Tell of us that story. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I mean, just like probably everyone else, like you're, you're so concerned about being perfect, right. And saying the right things at the same time. And you practice and you rehearse and you do all these different things. And yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's the first video, but your first video is always going to be your first time. And the more that you keep doing it, the more you keep practicing, the easier it becomes, the more it becomes easier and effortless. And then you're just, your personality comes through quite easily. And of all the things you could have like chosen to concentrate on, why did you settle on live selling? Live what selling. potential did you see? Yeah, well, it was one of those things where I think even as entrepreneurs, one of the reasons why we create content is so that way we could be top of mind and tip of, tip of tongue. So if we could create this content that gets us out there, makes us much more memorable, then why not do that? When people started live streaming just in general, they would you know, create shows like this and they would have different topics. But the difference between live selling is that it comes with that expectation that you are going to sell something, that you are going to demo a product. And I fell in love with that because it's a great way for you to connect with your audiences and kind of problem solve with them right then and there. And I think also just the marketing background piece of it. It's like sometimes when we have, you know, different products, we think of one use case scenario, but when you're actually live streaming or live selling in general, then you could see how other people are getting creative with it. And how did we get to such a point where there are so, and we'll get to some of the platforms, but like, obviously the, I immediately think of Amazon, right? But like, how do we get here that we're able to even live sell, right? Like, where did companies just suddenly kind of think, okay, let's just add on, do you know the history of how like Amazon even brought on live selling? And where did it come from? You know, I don't know the exact history of Amazon and how they brought in the live streaming piece of it. But I do know that most US companies are looking overseas to see what's happening in China, for example, as far as like how popular that is, how some brands actually will go live for three to four hours demonstrating certain products. Uh, we've seen a little bit with people taking advantage of working with influencers in the US and see how they 
do live selling. And I use quotes for that too, because most often I find that influencers that are trying to do live selling, they're just talking about a product. Whereas live selling in China or in the overseas market, they have a very strict run of show. They have a way where they grab the attention of the, of the users, how they pitch and promote the product and all the different things. Interesting. And you, you had like a figure. I thought I saw one of your videos, like what was the potential of live selling? It was like, Oh, it's insane. Yeah. So by 2023, it's going to be a $35 billion market. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where you start to realize more people are, are purchasing things much more easily online. Right. And yeah. the only difference with live selling is now you actually have a live component to it. So if you were to ask me like, Oh, Stephanie, what lipstick are you wearing right now? I'm like, Oh, I'm wearing this one. I actually got this from CVS. Right. right. <laughs> it's it's yeah. this brand. This is why I like it. It shows up great on camera, but anyone that's watching, right. Let's say Vonna Gary, she's like, well, you know, what does the color look like? Can you do swatches? Does it have a certain smell to it? Mm. Is it sticky? Is it glossy? These are things that you could actually hear from your audience live and engage with them yeah. in real time. And you're literally responding to them right then and there, right? Oh, yeah. You're holding things up to the camera. Oh, and, yeah. and I guess that's why like, you know, the days of QVC and infomercials is, is gone, right? Well, like, it's, I, I wouldn't necessarily say like it's dead or anything, right? But it is mm -hmm. a different show format. I would mm -hmm. say for your home shopping networks or your QVCs, there, there is a run of show where the audience questions or the people that are tuning in or calling in are being vetted by certain people, right? Uh -huh. And you don't see that interaction between viewers. Whereas right now, like because you have the comments on the, on the screen, yeah. things to restream, you can see Vana and Rebecca and Gabe and they can engage with each other. So now you're actually building a community around your particular show, which I think is very advantageous versus the traditional infomercials. And it becomes like an immediate feedback loop, right? It does. It does. And not only that though, but see, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the comments right now and I love yes. the fact that it's on LinkedIn. And to your point, if you did want to expand your circles, it's so easy for you to connect with other like-minded individuals. And so whether it's around a business, a product or a service, you could be like, hey, you know, have you tried this color or have you tried that product? But it's all centered around that specific product in and of itself. Does that make sense? Yes. We're already starting to get questions here. I want to call out Denise selling in the world of AI. Ah, she asked you, what was your most epic fail live selling event where it didn't work out as you wanted to or it was supposed to be? Okay, so that's actually really quite interesting. I wouldn't say that it was an epic fail, but it could have been. So let me explain. So I was working with a particular client in preparing for their run of show. So understanding the live shopping platform, the resolution, the output, doing the tech rehearsals, we had everything as far as the scenes all set up. We were good to go. The only issue was that as soon as we went live, the live shopping platform, actually their engineering team changed the output because they figured, oh, you know, let's just make this change. It wouldn't affect anyone, but it did. And so what that meant was we originally planned to go live in a 1920 by 1080, but then it was actually shooting out in 4.3. So that means everything that we had as far as our graphics, our overlays, our demo videos, were getting chopped off on the screen. So to save us from that epic fail, I actually use Ecamm for 
for live streaming. And what was really nice about it is that you could drag and drop and you could resize elements and then still go on with the show. So for example, like right now we're in Restream, right? Restream is your 1280 by 720. But if all of a sudden the live shopping platform was putting out a four by three, your comments actually wouldn't show up on screen because they're going to be cut off. So that was pretty much saving an epic fail. <laughs> yeah. And I want to do a quick shout out actually in the comments because so after in preparation for this show, I went to Amazon Live and I've been like playing around in there and just watching and I stumbled on Zach Mitchum's show. So shout out to you, Zach. Thanks for dropping by. Um, and he was talking about uh, camera equipment and yeah. video equipment and audio equipment. And it literally just, it sucks you in, in a way, because I was like ready to buy something. <laughs> I was Yeah. Like, I mean, why not? Like, I, was, I got it caught up in the hype and everything. And like, and he's not even just like a hype person. He's like very um, trustworthy sounding and like very engaging, very educational. And I was like, okay, I want that mic he has. I want that mic he has. Yeah, there, there's something about being able to ask questions in real time, right? It's like, well, is it easy to plug in? Can I take it with me when I travel? Is it heavy? Um, what should I be concerned about? Do I need a windscreen? All these different questions that you'll want to ask someone in real time versus, you know, Googling or scrolling through YouTube videos. It's nice just to have that all right, right then and there. Absolutely. Oh, we have an interesting question here. I'm guessing she... Uh, no, sorry. Let me pull up the wrong one there. Um, Vana, uh, mm -hmm. I'm guessing she's a voice actor, maybe? She says, is live selling something voice actors can experience? Sure, of course. Yeah. I mean, to be very honest with you, I, I do feel like if you are going to be a live selling host, you do need to have that personality. You need to have mm. either that trustworthy demeanor, mm. that authenticity, even that urgency. So that way, when you're promoting a particular product, it makes sense. The way yeah. that you're communicating its, its features and its benefits are all in alignment. And I think that's always very helpful. Absolutely. So what do you hear as some of the like myths that people have around live selling? Misconceptions that people have? Oh, I got Okay. So the biggest thing is that clients think that just as soon as they go live, people will just show up. And it's like, no, honey, <laughs> if people don't know, they won't go. So I, I find that a lot of times clients will pull back on pre-promotion because it's kind of self-sabotage, right? They're like, this is something new. We haven't done it before. So I'm not going to put too much promo out there. And then when they're, it's in production, when they're actually live, they're like, but it's so good. How come no one's showing up? Right. And it's like, come on, you have to do your due diligence. And so the biggest myth is thinking that the algorithms are going to push out your live shopping event and people are just going to show up. It doesn't work that way. I mean, you think about like even now for me, it's like it's back to school. If it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. And mm -hmm. so I plan my day, my schedule around certain events that are going to be happening. Right. And so to think that your audience, your consumers are just sitting around waiting for a notification because they have nothing else to do, that's that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you also think like maybe because they, they feel this need to put on a perfect show and if they don't, then, you know, they, they don't, or if they're still trying out things, 
they don't want to tell too many people because it's not like perfect yet. Oh, I know. It's a, yeah. So that's the funny thing. I always tell clients, it's not about perfection. It's about connection. Yeah. Mm. I don't care if you say things so perfectly, so concisely, if you sound and if you look like a freaking robot, people are not going to be interested. Yeah. They're like, you know, that's so fake. But I think the more that you could just bring out your personality and just be raw and real about it, then people are more likely to want to get to know you. They're like, okay, so what is what does Fanny really think about that microphone? You know, is that the Blue Yeti? Right. Yes, it is. Yeah. Cool. So how long have you had the Blue Yeti? (laughs) Two years now. Two years. I love the sparkle of the (laughs) of the mic. Probably more so than the audio sound. (laughs) Yeah. I used to have a Blue Yeti too. I had the, I think it was like the Halo 3 Black Limited Edition one. Mm. And I used that one for years, years and years and years. And I think as a starter, mic, for sure, if you could invest in it, definitely go for that one. That's like one of my faves. And it's USB, so you don't have to worry about all the other connections. All the other things, yeah. So now I'm on a sure mic, so I've got like my Rodecaster Pro. I have like levels that I need to pay attention to. I have to remember to like unmute myself. But even that, just this conversation It's like, are you a Fanny or are you a Stephanie? Like, how do you want your show, your videos, your podcast to to look like and sound like? Right. And and that's why I was like watching Zach's little presentation on it. I'm like, that he had a baby blue bottle or blue baby bottle mic. I think that's how you pronounce it. But it was slick and but yeah, it it needed all these extra. I know, isn't that funny? Sometimes yeah, sometimes okay, so when I met Roger Wakefield over at VidCon and it was just all YouTube creators and they brought out all their gear. Like it's really hard to have other friends that are into video because then all of a sudden you're just like what you got over there okay tell me about that and tell me about this and you constantly find yourself you're like your envy <laughs> yeah okay so in the ecamm fam we call it gas syndrome gear acquisition syndrome oh. and it's like it's killer like as soon as someone does like an unboxing video in the facebook group it's like no okay here's my credit card take it away yes <laughs> it was pretty much like that uh, i want to bring on this question from um Adinitin, hopefully Adinitin, hopefully I pronounce it right. Yes, is live selling applicable in agriculture? Ah, there's an industry that I haven't heard in a while. What do you yeah. think, Stephanie? Oh, well, I mean, to to be very honest with you, I don't know what you would be selling in agriculture. So forgive me. Is this would this be like um, food? This would be f- f- like maybe crops. Gear? This. Gear. Gear? Yeah. I yeah. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Actually, you know, that, that does remind me when I was at the Midwest Digital Marketing Conference two years ago, there was a gentleman that I met that was in agriculture. And mm-hmm. he did talk a lot about the gear that they use, the impact that it has in the community, um, the manufacturing and whatnot. So I think there's a lot that even if you're doing consulting in agriculture, you could still do live selling as far as if you have any questions about this, you know, reach out. That's an Mm. opportunity. I think anytime we're doing any type of content creation, we're selling regardless. You're selling your ideas. Absolutely. Ah, David Cause, one of our loyal community members, he asked, how does branding play into the presentation? What do you think? So much. I mean, look how much Fanny has already done. There's a reason, right? like why she chose this background. There's a reason why she has her logo because when you 
right? When you, David, you go out there and you share this live stream onto your social media channels, then other people are going to see her branding. So branding absolutely plays into the presentation. I think there are other things too, where, you know, I see Gabe there in the comments and I'm, I'm pretty yes. much like, Gabe, you and I, we probably do like Rocks. slick overlays. <laughs> we do sound effects. You know, we, we do all the damn things. <laughs> He has lots of toys, <laughs> lots of toys. <laughs> <laughs> little fireworks everywhere. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. Um, here's another thing. So if I want to, if I'm just getting started, right, in live selling, if I'm considering it, what are some of the maybe like top three things I should be thinking about and asking myself? Sure, of course. Oh, oh my goodness. I'll give you a lot of things. Yeah. I, I feel like this is a, a walk in the park. Oftentimes when I'm talking to clients and they want to do any type of live selling production, it's okay. If you, let's say you have this product, right. And they don't know what specifically is it, is it about that they want to talk about? I usually give them the 10 by 10 formula, which is write down the top 10 frequently asked questions that you get about your business, your product, or your service. These are things that you're probably going to be getting in your emails. These are things that your customer support team is receiving. These are things that people are Googling. And then you want to write down the top 10 should ask questions. These are questions that people should be asking. So for example, when we were talking about the Blue Yeti mic that, that Fanny has, like, do you travel? Is it easy for you? Some people are so caught up in the sound of it, the USB, but it's like, but how, how is your studio set up? Do you have an echo in there? There's certain things that they should be asking, but they don't know because they're, they're not the expert you are. Does that make sense? So that's the first part as far as like what to take into consideration as you start thinking about a live selling production. The other piece of it really is how do you want to demo the product in and of itself? There's different things that you could do. You could do an unboxing video. You could actually have a product demo. I was working with a client where they're like, let me show you how this soap, how it foams up really fast. And then we had to plan out what props we were going to have, having a dish towel, how to move from one demo, demo spot to another one, right? So think about like, what's that story you want to take the viewers on, right? So whether it's unboxing, product demo, and then a testimonial, okay? Those are like some pretty easy things to do. I would say even for those of you that are like coaches, entrepreneurs, and things of that sort, let's say you have a service. Well, if you don't have anything to unbox, you may want to talk about different metaphors, different case studies, different stories to still sell whatever it is that you want to do. Does that make sense? Yes. So you can do it both for products and for service, you're saying? Yes. Yes, mm. absolutely. And sometimes even if I'm doing a service, right? Let's say I'm promoting a master class or Gabe, Gabe just mentioned the LinkedIn learning course that I have. I could easily say, okay, so before we get back into the program, here's a quick 30 second clip. Boom. There's like a mini bumper commercial that plays through. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different things to take into consideration when you're developing your show. I love that. We have Zach asking a question from one live seller to another. Do you find it helpful to diversify your streams, YouTube, Amazon, LinkedIn, or concentrating on one or two platforms for the streams? Yeah, My LinkedIn really streams don't get 
near the traction, traction my Amazon, Amazon streams do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it really depends on what your, your purpose is going to be. Right. So for example, I'm assuming Zach, if you're talking about gear, cause Fanny had mentioned that before, you're probably getting much more traction on Amazon because maybe you're an A-lister and by you going live on Amazon, now you're showing up on the product detail pages. Plus at the same time, you're hitting up on Amazon live, you're showing up on competitor pages too. So you actually have more destinations to appear on the world's largest e-commerce platform. Whereas LinkedIn, if you think about people that are hanging out on Amazon, you've their credit cards are already saved. They're already there to buy something, right? They just need like Fanny, just a little bit more convincing. And then they're like, boom, subscribed. On LinkedIn, it's very different as far as what the mindset is for your viewers. They're probably there because they want to connect. They're probably there because they want to meet like-minded individuals. Are they necessarily there to buy gear? Probably not. The other thing too is, man, there's so much. I'm like, Zach, I wish you could just hop on this show. (laughs) But I mean, think about like your promotional strategies, right? What does Amazon do for you? So let's say you are an A-lister. You have over 2,000 followers on there. As soon as you go live, all of those people that are subscribed to you are going to get a notification. If you're on oh, LinkedIn, Amazon Live has oh, notifications yes. too. Oh, my. yes. Got it. Got yeah. It. And then if you go live on LinkedIn, now you're buried in a sea of other notifications like, oh, so and so commented here. Oh, there's an employee um, that didn't update over here. So you're, you're lost in this sea of notifications mm-hmm. on LinkedIn versus on Amazon where the mindset is I'm already, I already want to buy. And if I already bought something from Zach before, I'm sure as hell probably going to buy something again. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I want to pull up Amazon live right now and just show people. (laughs) You'll probably find David on there. I honestly, like, I I only just started kind of like looking at it as I kind of prep for the show. I never really realized just how like it just like sucked me in here yeah especially if you have a themed carousel and then you're like okay so then what else do I need they're like hey let's plan out like your whole vacation right now and like from beginning middle to end they've got you completely covered you walk away with like a completely new studio it's insane yeah so look okay so I literally went here for the first time over the weekend that was how I stumbled on Zach's uh channel but people are literally just selling and bringing up products. Yeah. But to, I mean, but don't knock them as, as far as like, they're just selling products. No, it's the most successful Amazon live sellers are the ones that are just like you creating their show notes. They're planning in advance. Like, where do I need to position my camera? Do I need an overhead shot? Do I need a product showcase? They're thinking through all of that. Right. Some yeah. of them too, definitely work with um, brand partners. And so brands will reach out to these influencers and just say like, Hey, I I want you to create an entire product carousel of my Mm. summer lineup or whatever it is. And then they put that in there. A lot of them too are also even repurposing their B-roll other, other content that they probably published on YouTube and then just like looping it into their live streams. Absolutely. First one we were on, there were like I've lost it now. There were around like 470 people on that first one I was on. Yeah. Was it, was, was it Dale? Yes. 490 people are on there watching this person. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you build community on a f- platform like Amazon Live? 
Oh, absolutely. T tons of different ways. Um, I can't tell you all of them though, because there is an Amazon mastermind that my friend puts together and like mm. his, give us his, a teaser. I know. <laughs> so one of the things you'll notice is that some people do giveaways. So as long as you watch the live stream and then you enter into a giveaway, you could win an Amazon gift card. So that's like a really great way to get people to keep uh. coming back to watch your show. And these gift cards don't necessarily have to be like $50 or even $100. Sometimes they're giving away like three bucks, $5. But you'll see those big, huge numbers of like over 400 viewers that are tuning in. So there are different ways that you could definitely grow your community. The other thing is too is Amazon itself is the destination. So as an influencer, you have to leverage your existing personal branding. So whether that's your email, your Facebook, your Instagrams, your TikToks, your YouTube, and direct people over to Amazon to actually make that purchase. Mm. See, like she pulled out that pink fridge and I don't need a small pink fridge, but I like pink. So now I'm but like, you like pink. You should take and a second look so, at that Yeah. And so then now it's in your awareness, which is crazy. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like what all, what other platforms are popular? I mean, we, we know Amazon obviously is a big one. What are some of the up and coming or equally well, Shopify, popular? right? Mm. So a lot of video content creators create like their own merch, their own t-shirts, their own caps or, or whatever. And they'll create their own drop shipping from Shopify. Mm. You can go live on Instagram, connect your Shopify store and boom, you're good to go. You could go live on Facebook and people can purchase right then and there. It could be your your product, it could be your merch, or you could even just say, hey, you want to book a one-on-one -on -one call with me? Here's a link. And as they're watching you, this overlay will pop up like a modal window. And as soon as they click on it, they could actually book a call with you, put in their credit card information, and you're done. The simplicity. No having to copy links and like No, it's, it's so easy. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, and this is the link. Bitly forward slash blah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's already there. It's here. Just click on it. Book your time and you're, you're straight. It's in a way it's, it's like the convenience of it, right? It really Everything becomes about convenience. one the, stop. Yeah. The more that you can make something frictionless, the easier it's going to be for anyone to follow along. Mm -hmm. So Krista, I think we answered that question of yours about best tips to build community around your live show, live selling. Yeah. I mean, uh, just think about even like when you're on YouTube, right? Or even here, like on LinkedIn, the fact that you're able to collaborate with other content creators, you yeah. could bring people onto your show. You could do the same thing on Amazon. Like I could literally be like, hey, Zach, you know so much about so-and-so. How about you hop on my Amazon live show? And because right. he's showing the product, but it's on my Amazon live influencer page. And because I'm showing it in my carousel, I get the affiliate income, even though he physically has the product. Does that make sense? Mm. This is cross kind of cross-pollination. <laughs> it's like inception. Anne asks in the comments here, um, how do we get involved with selling on Amazon Live? Do you have to apply? Do you have to go through some application process? How does that work? Yes. Yes to both. So there's two ways to do it. If you're already an Amazon merchant, then you'll probably have a brand page and you'll have access to go live as the brand itself. If you are an, a content creator like myself, then you have to apply to be an Amazon influencer. So there's an application process for that. They're going to ask you, okay, so... What are your channels? How big is your following? Uh, what type of what type of content do you plan on promoting on your channels? And then once you get accepted, 
then you could go into the process of actually live streaming on Amazon. I see here also, um, oh, Krista asks, I didn't even know about this. Why doesn't Amazon Live accept LinkedIn creators? I was told only Twitter, YouTube, or Instagram followers count. <laughs> no fair. No fair. <laughs> no idea, right? I mean, well, every social media platform is kind of like its own country, right? They all have their own different etiquette on there. And so I can't say whether or not they think that the LinkedIn audience is going to make a purchase on Amazon, but that's that's what they decided. Yeah. And let's, yeah, let's go back a little bit to the B&B because I, or B2B, because I think David is asking, so this selling a service versus a product, uh, you mentioned a little bit about like just giving snippets, let's say of trainings and things like that. Any other things that you'd suggest to set yeah, up? Yeah. Okay. So let's say, for example, I have a, I have a Google spreadsheet template called the video script maker and this video script maker Danny, it's, it's amazing. I put in basically the showtime, the date, whatever it is. And then with a click of a button, it will auto generate prompts for me to build out my run of show. That's the mm. video script maker. If I were to do a live selling segment for that, right, that's like a product in and of itself. I could do a demo of like, have you ever struggled with coming up with what to say in your run of show? Do you feel like you're opening your show with the same question every single time? What if, what if you could create a new run of show every single time that you went live in under five minutes? Would you be interested? Mm -hmm. Cool. Great. Let me show you how this works. I show it how it works. And then I say, okay, great. So Fanny tried it out and this is what she had to say. Roll the testimonial. Cool. If you act now, you could get this plus my live selling script maker. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the whole thing right there. But you could still do the same thing even as a service. You could say, have you ever struggled with trying to launch your own Amazon live stream channel. Mm -hmm. Are you sick and tired of scrolling through YouTube and not knowing what people are talking about with terminology? What if, what if you and I could spend a day together where we do blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, well, this is what it looks like. And then you could have a graphic that explains your onboarding process. You could have something that outlines and shows like your workbooks, your slide decks, your pitches, your proposals, or whatever it is that you offer in your service. And then you say, oh, and again, here's what Gabe had to say. And then Gabe has like his spiel, whether it's a video or it's a quote graphic, whatever it is that you want to do. And then boom, you're like, okay, cool. So if you want to be the next Gabe, you want to be the next Fanny, here's the link for you to book. Go ahead and book my time now because after this, I won't see you for a bit. <laughs> see, Gabe purchased your video script maker. And then you have the audience being your advocate and fan. Yeah. and. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it just, can anyone do live selling, Stephanie? Or do you find that, um, I mean, it just rolls off you so easily and eloquently and how, how do you get there? And can anyone do that? And can anyone yeah. get there? Here's the thing is that tech makes it so easy for you to set up a live selling stream pretty easily. You could do that in under 10 minutes if you wanted to do that on Facebook or even on Instagram. The difference that makes the difference though is who your live selling host is. And just like anyone that has to be in front of the camera, that does take practice. 
that does take practice as far as eliminating the filler words, the ers, the ums, the ahs, right? It's being confident on camera. So that way, when you are pitching a product, again, you're completely aligned. You're like, I could say 100% for sure. I've used this lip gloss that I got from CVS for like, it's my go-to for the past three years. I use it for every single video, um, whenever I'm doing branding photo shoots and all that other stuff. But it's just that, does that make sense? It's just that confidence. It's that the whole demeanor when you have that on there, that's the difference that makes a difference. And a lot of it comes down to just media training, getting used to hearing the sound of your voice. And even when you say like, Hey, if you want to work with me and I'm going to develop a video for you, it's this, it's this much. And when you say it's this much, you say it with confidence. You're not like, well, yeah, you know, it could be, it's like, no, if you know your price, then say your price yeah. and go with and it. And no apologies. And no apologies. No apologies whatsoever. Say the price and then shut up, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then yep. those that are interested are going to come. Absolutely. Um, frequency. Is there a yeah. certain frequency that's needed with live selling? With live selling? Um, here, here's the thing is that I would say it really depends on your live shopping platform, right? If you're on some, welcome to the latest and greatest live shopping platform. And now you're trying to take your audience from LinkedIn to this new place and they've never seen it before. Mm. That's going to take a little bit of onboarding. It's like, mm. what is this? What button do I push? So you, it's like you're training your audience on how to live shop with you. So I think the more that you can prep your audience on how to act as a life shopper, the easier it's going to be. Does that make sense? There's an education piece of it too. Yeah, then. there's an education piece. It's the user experience. The other thing is to, depending on what your brand is or whatever it is that you're doing, I, I think that if you are an Amazon live streamer, then it's expected for you to sell on every single live stream. That's an expectation. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're on LinkedIn and all you did every single week was try to sell, 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 it doesn't mix well because yeah. LinkedIn is about building connections. It's about getting to yeah. know people. It's about trying to find like-minded individuals. So right. again, I think it really boils down to which platform you're going live to, what's your purpose, what's your goal, and does it actually make sense? If I was on LinkedIn and I wanted to, let's say, promote an online course, I'd probably go live consistently every single week, just be like, I'm going to introduce myself to you. And then next week, I'm going to say, like, have you ever struggled with so-and-so? Great. Mm -hmm. What if I could teach you blah, blah, blah. Now I'm giving them valuable information. And the next time now it's going to be, now I'm going to sell the sizzle. It's like, okay, yeah. cool. Did you like that? All right. Awesome. Here, check this out. And it's like that quote, right? From prolific, be pro prolific, right? Like that's yes. seven hours, right? To your point, if I'm going live streaming for seven days, one hour every time and over time talking about that and educating, creating value, and then suddenly that trust is built over that time, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is, too, is oftentimes when we're working with service providers or consultants or even coaches, it's going to take more than one live video for them to really kind of get to know you, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, well, how does Fanny answer questions? Is she the type where someone's kind of asking the same question? Is she nice mm -hmm. about it? Or is she just like, oh, did she make them feel, feel silly, right? Right. 
Right. Is she long-winded? Is she succinct? Does she tell a lot of stories? Is it more fact-based? Like you really get a feel for someone, right? Yeah. Does someone give you metaphors? Are they just going to give it to me dry? Is it facts? Or are they actually going to hold my hand through the process? So they really get to know what it's like to work with you. You have this great line called, you turn browsers to buyers. Yes. Tell us about that and what you mean by that. What I mean by turning browsers into buyers is that even when you're live selling and you're live streaming, it's trying to get audiences to stop, look, and listen to what it is that you have to say. And in order for you to really turn browsers into buyers, you have to get into their mindset of, you know, what is this pain point? What are you struggling with? And then you could tell them a story. You could tell them a metaphor because if I just sat here and told you like, oh, well, you know, it's this, these are the dimensions, these are the colors and blah, 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 blah. It's, those are facts, but we're emotional when it comes to purchasing products, right? In fact, when we see something, so you saw that mic that um, Zach was talking about, you saw it, you're like, oh my gosh, you were already thinking I'm going to buy this. Yeah. And once you bought the pink fridge, then you would actually go back logically and defend why you bought it. It didn't have to make sense for you to purchase it, right? It was a very emotional relationship for you to actually make that purchase. So that's where I think most people fall short when it comes to live selling is they think that if I just give you specs, specs are all of a sudden going to have like, you know, people Mm -hmm. throw their credit cards at you, but really you are selling this idea. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like when you see uh, those, those stalking videos, right. On TikTok, and somebody's like, just they're like, I am, I'm restocking the fridge. And you're like, damn it, I need those juice bins. boxes. Exactly. They never even talked like, about the bins. I don't need juice boxes, but that looks hella cute. <laughs> uh, name some of the platforms that you think we should be checking out for live selling. For sure. Okay. So I think as a consumer, as a consumer, if you just wanted to see how people are selling on live shopping, first one, of course, is going to be on Amazon Live. You're going to find so many different personalities there, so many different backgrounds, so many different hobbies. Yeah. And then the other one would be LiveScale.tv. And LiveScale.tv has like the big brand names, your L'Oreal's, your Lancome's, but that's a really great place to go as far as seeing how they produce something from beginning, middle to end, seeing why and who they're choosing as their influencers. For me, that's just where I get to analyze and have fun with them. The other one too that that I find- Livescale.tv. Yeah, livescale.tv. And then if you haven't watched it yet, Walmart actually has a live shopping stream too. And that's actually for chefs. So now- You, yeah, you could hang out there and these chefs are teaching you these new recipes and you're, so you're just saying like, oh, okay, so I need that baking pan. I need this. And you're like, oh, I never thought about making lemon zest. Okay. I need the zest. <laughs> I have a weakness for kitchen gadgets. Yeah. I, I don't think I need to go on there. <laughs> I love Chris's comment. She goes, I love you, Stephanie, but I'm never allowed to watch your show because I already know you're good and our blow mo- <laughs> she would blow her budget. Yeah. Hey, yeah. sorry, not Sorry. <laughs> Oh, there you go, guys. Amazon Live, uh, LiveScale.tv. There you go. Your fans. Um, (laughs) How how do people even know to go there to buy? Like, I I mean, 
Okay, so I've never th- so that's a the thing. Scale. Yeah. See, Live Scale TV, you wouldn't even have known because it's a live shopping platform. So brands and merchants would have to direct their viewers, their email subscribers to LiveScale.tv. Do you get what I'm saying? But if you wanted to, you could actually sign up for LiveScale's newsletter and every single week they actually okay this is this is like my shopping hack LiveScale TV will send you an email and say so and so is going to be have a live shopping event and here's the thing when they launch their live shopping events they're dropping the best price they're dropping like the collection of all collections does that make sense it's exclusive so if you are fans of those brands, that's where you want to find it because everyone is testing live selling. So they want to make it successful, which means they're kind of giving away the farm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got Lancome, you've got It Cosmetics, Vans, Heels. Oh, this is actually real quick. Storytelling sells. Tell us about the power of storytelling in live selling. So storytelling. So when you think about it, right, again, facts tell stories sell. And so when you, when you think about like any keynote speaker that you've ever seen on stage, right? They don't just say, hi, I'm Fanny. And now I'm successful. No, there's a story behind it, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, what was that hero's journey? So storytelling Mm -hmm. is talking about how a customer may have struggled with something or they were overwhelmed and then they found something that piqued their curiosity and now they're motivated and now they're, they're living the, their best life. Now they're getting the best results. But that is much more compelling versus saying, well, here you go. Here's some specs. Here's a spec sheet. Like that's, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Stephanie. Time flies when <laughs> we're learning so much and so many questions. But tell people where they can find you, where they can buy from you, and uh, how can they learn more from you? Absolutely. So if you want to connect with me, guess what? You're already in the right spot. You're on LinkedIn. So find me on LinkedIn, Stephanie Liu, L-I-U, and just say, hey, you saw me on Fanny's show? That's what it's all about. You'll be instant besties with me. So that's a, that's a good thing for you. And then the other piece too is if you just want to learn more about live selling, head on over to lightscameralive.com. That's usually where I'm promoting speaking engagements or webinars or even just taking interviews like this and repurposing it into a blog post. So there you go. And we have your VIP day with Stephanie Liu. Tell us what that is. Yes. So if you've ever struggled with live streaming, you're like, Stephanie, I want to create my own show. I want to build my personal brand. I want to launch so-and-so and it involves live video. I will get you on the fascination fast track. That means you'll have access to all of my courses, my templates, my estimates, all those different things, graphics. You'll have connections to my vendors. So that way, by the time like we meet up on a Saturday, on Monday, boom, you're ready to go. And then you have something called Showrunner, right? Gabby's yes. already promoting for you. <laughs> oh, Gabe is the best. So Showrunner is all about how to turn browsers into buyers if you wanted to be a live selling producer. So as I said before, there are brands that want to do live selling, then there are live shopping platforms that know their platforms, they know their features and their functionalities, but what they need are producers that are able to make clients feel much more confident on camera that can create a run of show and all of that. And so you learn that in the eight-week masterclass series, which is for free. Literally, you go over to YouTube, you type in Showrunner, and you'll see me. Awesome. 
Okay, hang tight, Stephanie. I'm just going to announce some upcoming events and then we'll wrap up together. Give me a second here. I mean, guys, did you fill up your notebook with all the tips and amazing strategies from Stephanie? I want, I certainly have to like come back and watch. I feel like I now need to like create some kind of Amazon link store or something. But let me share with you real quick some of the upcoming events. Um, first, July 20, it's July 26, 6 to 8 p.m. ABTP uh, chapter meeting featuring William Gordon. He's going to talk all about Web 3.0. So make sure you register at abtpdfw.org. Um, just a little typo there. It's on July 26. And then the next one is August 10th. We are going to be... Um, on the CG Hour, where we stream live, sponsored by CG Infinity. We're going to talk about the similarities between sports and business. So from locker room to the boardroom, we're hoping to get a very special guest. We can't announce it yet. So stay tuned, but make sure you tune in for that. Uh, August 18th, Right here on this live show, we have Tim Hayden. If you haven't seen him yet on TikTok, he has set up a watch business where he's gamified community building, and it's amazing to watch. Um, so I'm going to talk to him about that. September 1st, Aries Webb Williams and Forum Brown. We're going to talk all about amplifying minority women voices. We need some more female creators and minority female creators out there. Uh, so we're going to talk all about that. And then September 15th, the five systems of successful people with Scotty Schindler. So make sure you stay around. We'll post all those dates again later. And uh, yeah, lots to come in the upcoming months. Um, and so now I want to bring on Anne real quick here. She is going to announce the prize giveaway. And let me minimize here. Hello, hello. Hello, Anne. We had tons of comments for yes. Stephanie. Uh, oh, we lost Stephanie. Okay, I will oh, have to bring her. Oh, she had to go to a meeting, so she thanked everybody. She'll okay. be going back and looking at the replay and just said thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. awesome. Um, who had the best question and who can we give a tripod to? Okay, so we actually had an ongoing conversation that really made a difference today, and there were a ton of great comments. But today's prize is going to go to Krista because she mm. brought up a lot of great points that we needed to hear and uh, like the LinkedIn creators and and how that tied in and the following and things just we, we didn't know. Yep. So Krista, Krista congrats. Send Anne your address and we will send you that tripod. Congratulations, Krista. And uh, Stephanie, when you watch this back, we want to thank you so much for all your great, amazing tips and strategies. Do you feel like you want to go and do live selling now, Anne? Yes, totally. <laughs> I just have to get a new platform apparently because all my people are on LinkedIn. We'll, we'll drive them over there. We'll start over again. 
we'll we can do it. do it. We'll make it happen. Uh, so for all of you out there, thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Rebecca, our associate producer of the show. And just remember to shine your light, share your gifts, share your message with the world. And I hope you'll do it through video and now live streaming and live selling. <laughs> see you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.